Welcome to Black Belt Beauty Radio, a podcast fueled by a passion to support your journey in developing your most beautiful and optimal performance in life. Each episode is driven with the intention to elevate your mind. When we elevate our mind, we elevate our life. So get ready. It's time to rise. Welcome back to Black Butt Beauty Radio. In today's episode, I want to get down on decision-making skills, you guys. I want to really talk about um, my specific ways that I have found to be very effective to help me make stronger decisions in my life when they are needed to be made and in a manner that doesn't you know, over-consume me emotionally with my time, you know, take up a lot of mental space because that is, it's very common for that to take place when we have to make important decisions, right? We can kind of sway back and forth. And I've been there kind of get mental paralysis even sometimes. And so the idea here is to give you, you know, a couple of very powerful, potent steps that I have found to be absolutely effective and that I implement into my process when it's time for me to make, you know, important decisions. Um, so step number one, you guys, is I really like to check in with my body. I feel like our body has such a unique and powerful way to really tell us so much. Like it speaks to us, you know, I mean, we are in our body, we are our body. And so, you know, a lot of times, um, if we just close our eyes, you know, upon needing to make a decision, close our eyes and actually, you know, I love doing some breath work. I love doing, you know, deep inhales for about like eight seconds and then a 10 second exhale. And doing that like five to eight times really helps our nervous system to move out of our sympathetic state. And a lot of times when we need to make an important decision. I feel like we instantly go into fight or flight. I certainly do. And so this helps me like kind of set the table so that I'm better able to feel and receive what my body wants to tell me upon thinking about which path I need to take, you know, in this decision-making process. Is it a yes? Is it a no? Is it a go? Is it a don't go? Etc. So that's step number one. I really, you know, find a quiet space where I can check in, do some breath work. And then I ask myself the question. I ask myself, you know, is this decision, is going, is doing this, you know, however you need to frame it for the specific decision you need to make, is this going to serve me? And immediately what I So I'm going to give you when it's a yes, and I'm going to give you when it's a no, what I personally feel. So when it's a yes, you guys, I feel open. I feel um, almost like elevated in a way like there's like possibilities are just unlimited. I, you know, that's an energetic state that I feel and I'm just trying to put it into words, but open is probably the best sensation that I feel like it. I don't feel restricted and tight and closed. And that is what I, you know, when it's a no, when it doesn't feel right to me, um, I feel like there's like a shrinking, there's a um, constriction that that you can feel like primarily in the chest, like literally around the heart or even the gut, right? 
And those feelings, you guys, to me, are very important signs. You know, they are going to push you into a direction or at least start to. And it's a great place to start the process of making strong, important decisions, you know, and then there's further steps. So that's step number one. Find a way to really tune out the noise outside and check in with your body and listen to what your body has to tell you and honor that, you know. Um, So step number two for me would be to, you know, meditate on this in a way where I'm visualizing the if I do do it and if I don't do it, right? So again, it would be sitting down, implementing some breath work to really pull me into this state where I'm not... um, I'm not closed, I'm not restricted, I'm not gripping, but I'm more open so that I can start playing out a visualization, imagery of what it would look like for me to do the thing or not do the thing, right? And so I feel for me personally, um, this is really powerful because oftentimes like, you know, it's, you know, how hindsight is 2020. Well, this is my way of kind of getting into hindsight without actually having done the decision yet. Right. And this really is a powerful process that always supports me. It really does. And it's, it's probably the most powerful point of execution, um, that I rely on when it comes to making a decision. So I really think that finding, putting yourself in, kind of meditative state. So breath work again is such an excellent pathway to release tension and then start playing it out. What happens if you do? Like what would that look like to you? Imagine it in full detail. Let your body feel it. What are the sensations? Like what do you think the impact is going to be on you? How are you going to feel on the motions? Like put yourself in certain scenarios and then imagine what those scenarios will feel like. And then imagine if you don't do the thing on the same, you know, with the same um, kind of imagery process, like how are you going to feel saying no to this or not doing this? Are you going to look back? Are you going to regret it? What is it going to feel like? Do you feel like you'll be okay with it? I mean, just really allow yourself to, to be creative here and, 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 and approach it from a very, um, student perspective, you know? So that way there's like this buffer where it's, it's almost like you're watching a movie, right? You're watching a movie, put yourself into character mode. If character does option A, which is to do the thing, what does the story look like? What does it feel like in terms of like when you're watching the story? If character chooses option B, which is to not do it, to not go, well, what does that story look like then? What does that story feel like, right? Um, I've literally just had to make um, a decision in the last couple of days where I've I had to implement both of what I've just shared with you. Step one and step two, you know, the um, physical aspect, like listening to body, receiving the, the message from body and then also, you know, meditating on it. And it has been so it was essentially it was everything that I needed to make my decision Um. Then, you know, after doing those two things, what I do is I draw out the worst case scenarios, right, in both situations. So this is where I go kind of in, I'm saying this in like air quotes, realistic, like, well, let's just play this out. If I do decide to do this thing, what's the worst possible thing that could happen, right? 
And I play it out and I get really, I, I keep it very real with myself, even though this is still like a guess, right? Like you don't know what is going to happen, but I want to take myself to the very edge of discomfort um, so that I can see if and feel if I am actually prepared to handle it, right? Can I recover from it? Can I, is this something that, you know, in the worst case scenario, like will it shake me to the point where I can't recover? And vice versa, you know, if I say no to this, am I going to be, is it going to emotionally put me in such a setback that I'm going to, you know, have, it's, I'm going to have a hard time recovering from it. Am I going to look back and feel like deep regret, like, shoot, I should have done this. Like there's so many answers that we can actually conjure up when we're facing uncertainty. Um, if we just, you know, kind of take ourselves creatively in this imaginative state. And what I love about this particular step, you guys, is that, you know, it, it takes away this element of surprise. So I'm not encouraging or trying to manifest, you know, something, the, the worst case scenario. But I also like to keep shit real in the sense of, can I handle this? You know, what if this becomes something very difficult? Am I capable? Am I strong enough? Do I have the resources to recover from making this decision? And when I'm, you know, being very honest, I can be very clear as well. And then I can decide like, yeah, actually, you know what? Even if the worst case situation happens, I have everything that I need to, you know, recover from this. It's not going to be a big you know, dent in my process and I'm good. So I can, you know, it's worth me exploring. Um, it's worth me exploring. And, um, you know, on the flip of that, if I don't do it and I feel like, you know, um, looking at the worst case scenario, it's the same situation, you know, like, you know, can I recover from this? Or am I going to feel like shit, this was such a major thing for me to do. And not doing it has now set me back in a way that, you know, is, is, was unnecessary, I could have avoided it. Um, I think that's really important to explore, right? Because it's really going to help, you know, push you onto one side or the other. So hopefully I explained that well, because um, it is something that I really do implement, especially after the first two, because for me, it's kind of like insurance, you know, because again, like when you're making a decision, man, you don't know, right? We, we don't know, right? And so, you know, let's just say I decide to do the thing. Actually, let me bring it into a very real life um, example. So you know, I just mentioned that I had to, I did have to make a decision, right? Where, you know, it involves some traveling and there's some elements of work and all this stuff. And, you know, it, and it was, it, it felt very good, you know, but there are a few elements that were going to present some discomfort and some challenge. And I really wanted to check in with myself and say, okay, well, let's just take it to the worst case scenario. Let's, let's imagine the most uncomfortable scenario coming out of this. Like, is it going to be something that you can recover from? Is it going to be worth it still because of all the good that comes from this specific um, experience that you are potentially about to embark on um, or not? You know, uh, can you handle the discomfort? You know, and if you or on the flip, you know, I was asking myself, um, is it going to be more uncomfortable and harder to recover from not doing this? And so that really, really, really did support my decision. And so the final step, step four for me, you guys, is 
after all this kind of introspective work, right, leaning into myself, leaning into my highest self, right? When I go into meditation, I'm like hanging out with my highest self and, you know, allowing her to support me in this imagery process and and really be connected and clear in that process. But after I do this introspective self-work, um, then I call upon you know, my most trusted voices. And I lean into them, not asking them for what they think I should do. It's because I don't really believe that anybody can, you know, tell you what is best for you. You know what's best for you, you know, and doing step one, step two, step three is really going to help you feel a connection with whatever that is, you know. But this is kind of like calling, you know, my trusted voices, the people in my tribes that, you know, in my tribe that I really rely on that I know are sound with advice. And if anything, I just want them to be my sounding board. That's that's the final step for me. You know, I, I mean, literally in the example that I gave to you, um, when I made my my decision, you know, I called, um, you know, my best girl in New York. And I said, okay, listen, I just made this decision here and I just want to express myself and my thoughts, um, to tell you why I made it and even go through like the worst case scenarios with you. And then I want your feedback on this. And really, I want you to help me stay elevated in my decision that I made. Right. And even in that, you know, in her offering me that elevation, it doesn't mean that she was just feeding me, you know, all the great things. She certainly did that. But she also pointed out, and so what? Like, let's point out the discomfort here. Is this something that you think you can't handle? You were the most capable woman I know to handle this. So you know what? You're good, right? Just to give you a real life example. And that was the final step for me. Not to mention, got to throw in my queen mama here because I also called upon her. And she did the same thing as my homegirl in New York that I love so much. Thank you, Janine. God, I love you. Yeah. So those are my key steps, you guys, to making strong decisions that take up the least amount of energetic space in mind and heart and emotion. And I got to say, like, once I make a decision, it that's it. You know, I because I went through all these steps, you guys, it really supports my ability to go all in when the decision is made. I just got chills when I said that because that's a wrap. Like there was no more, oh, should I? It's like I've worked out all those kinks. I did it str with strength. I did it with clarity. I did it with truth. I did it with courage. And now it's all about execution and making sure that whatever I need to do to follow up this decision, I'm going to do it effectively. I'm going to do it efficiently. I'm going to do it with all of, you know, my game, my A game involved. I'm going to do it with ease. I'm going to do it with composure. And I'm going to do my very best to make whatever the process is that comes with this decision to be fun. You know, and even in the face of any challenges and or discomfort that accompany this process. And it's, you know, almost needless to say, but like there most likely will be some element of challenge and discomfort in the process upon making the these kind of decisions because the kind of decisions that I'm talking about, you guys, are not, um, you know, what should I wear for this event tonight? things of that nature. I'm talking about life impacting decisions, you know, real ones. And anytime, you know, we make a decision that can potentially really impact our life, that most likely means that there's going to be growth in this process. And whenever there's growth in the process, there's usually going to be some discomfort. There's going to be some challenge. 
Sometimes it's going to be really hard. Sometimes it's not going to be that hard, but there will be some kind of, you know, situation that you have to maneuver through that might put a little pressure on you that might, you know, test you in some ways, right? But that's not a bad thing, man. That's, you know, that's where you get to really learn and, you know, about what you're capable of. And also it, it really helps to develop your strength, your confidence, your resilience, all of it. So, you know, this really helps to develop a more healthy relationship with challenge and discomfort, you know? So you got to be prepared for that too. You know, for me and my process, I certainly do, you know, if there's challenge or discomfort that is, you know, going to be on the path and process. And most certainly there is. And historically for me, there always has been. Like for every wonderful thing that I have gained in my life, there has always been an element of discomfort. But the discomfort, again, has been so generous to me um, as I maneuvered through it and conquered it because of not just the external wins that took place upon doing so, but most importantly, the internal wins that I gained from, you know, handling the challenge and the discomfort. So you just get better and better at it, right? And I know everyone who listens to this podcast is interested in just, you know, constantly elevating your better. I certainly am. So I hope that these four steps have really been supportive to you, you know, that they resonate with you. If you are currently in a position where you have to make an important decision, I really hope that, you know, at least one of these steps, if not all, feel very supportive to your process. I would love to know your thoughts. Please share them with me. Instagram is the best place for that. Roxy Look or Black Belt Beauty. If this podcast episode really touched you, then please share it on your stories and tag me. I love seeing all that love from you guys. It fuels my process and just helps me to get better and better for all of you. So you guys, thank you again. Lots of love and I will catch you on the next one. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode, you guys. If you loved it, please share it on your social. Throw it up on your Instagram stories and tag me. I'm at Black Belt Beauty. I am also at Roxy Look, R-O-X-Y-L-O-O-K. I love connecting with you guys. This is a conversation that I want to just continue growing with you guys. So if you feel inspired to hit me up, do so in that space. I always enjoy hearing from you. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by rating it and reviewing it via iTunes. It's such supportive help, you guys. It really helps the visibility of this podcast. So I appreciate and thank you in advance for doing that. And last but not least, if you are interested in starting your own podcast, or perhaps you already have one and you need help with you know editing your audio and the production of it, I cannot recommend my producers enough. Resonate Recordings, you guys, they are the bomb. I rely on them. They are an absolute supportive tool to me and my podcast. So check them out and let them know that Black Belt Beauty sent you. And on that note, you guys, I'm signing off with all my love and always looking forward to catching you on the next. Oh, 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 oh,